0: Gonzaga Nation SI, I'm your host Dan Dickow, we've got a great guest today, one -hmm. of the best analysts in college basketball, he spent the whole entire weekend in the green room in New York City, CBS Sports headquarters, watching the games, breaking it down, Chris Walker, Chris, thanks for joining.
1: First of all, I'm hiring you as my agent, man, I appreciate the love.
0: (laughs) Any day, any day, I'm sure you would return the favor, that's for sure, but let's get right to the Sweet 16. You got to win two games to get there, obviously. What is the biggest surprise that you have seen in teams advancing this year to the Sweet 16?
1: I mean, obviously the story is St. Peter's uh, beating Kentucky, which is probably the biggest win in years. I mean, people talk about UMC, UMBC in Virginia, but to me, it pales in comparison to what Big Blue Nation is and John Calipari, the pros, what they've done, uh, the guys in the NBA for the St. Peter's, a place that just has no resources whatsoever to beat a team that has every single resource that is available is amazing. You know, it would be like, you know, I remember when when Nick Saban first started as got the Alabama job, he lost to Louisiana Monroe. A lot of people don't know that. It would be like him losing to Louisiana Monroe right now. That's what Kentucky loses to St. Peter's particularly after the season they had last season. People yeah. don't know that. To lose in the first round with five of his eight being top guys being transfers so they weren't inexperienced is that and then beating John Calipari, I think who's the highest paid coach in the business, is, is amazing. The other one I would say is Auburn losing. Um I don't think Charles Barkley could have helped Auburn yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they were t- 30 to 1 trans. Think about this. And Dan, you're a basketball guy. 30 to 1 fast break points. 30 yeah. to 1. Also, you, are, you also were an elite guard. I've said all year long, Katie Johnson, the Auburn season is going to come down to Katie Johnson, Zeb Jasper, um, Wendell Green Jr., and Alan Flanagan. And not so much Alan Flanagan. He's not as wild as those other as, as Katie Johnson and Wendell Green. It was literally, I was sitting there with Gary Parish. Actually, not Gary Parish. I was with Steve Peichel. And we looked at each other and said, "This is an AAU game. <laughs> like, like Auburn's literally playing like it's an AAU game. Like those guards are running up and down the court. And for the life of me, with a, with the, with Walker Kessler and, and and Jabari Smith at the same time. And again, not. I mean, my job is to not necessarily be critical of people, but do, do have an opinion. Yeah. I'm just shocked that uh, with with the level of coach that Bruce Pearl was." they did what they had to do to get to the tournament that he didn't rein them in and make them understand that, Hey, if we lose tomorrow then you know, that we, we can't come back and shoot better the next game. You know that, right? Yeah. You know? And uh, I just thought that was an opportunity miss. That's all I'm going to say. And the last thing I'll say is your boys, the Zags, and I'm still teaching everybody how to say Gonzaga instead of Gonzaga. <laughs> they are as lucky as I, I mean, they were a, I'm not saying they were beaten because they won the game, but the way Memphis made them look very, very, very beatable. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. And uh, if Drew Timmy doesn't turn into Timmy time or Superman, it's a wrap. And people can talk all they want about Chet Holgren, and he's an amazing player. Drew Timmy is the Christian late of today. He's yes. the one that makes that thing. Yes. And they want to give him hard credit. Yeah, great, give Nimrod credit, uh, whatever. The bottom
0: line is without Drew Timmy
1: there's no Gonzaga right now well you you know what I'm saying
0: yeah you and I've talked about this in the past and you felt like Gonzaga has to be able to prove that they can beat those physical tough gritty teams uh and in that first half Memphis was that tough physical gritty team that Gonzaga struggled with in the past and the second they figured it out how to combat that because of Drew Timmy correct not backing down I mean he he basically imposed his will that first four minutes and said guys That's enough's enough. We're not losing. Give me the ball. I'm going to show the way early. And then you guys, let's just finish it together. That's what I saw.
1: No, that's 100 percent. And, you know, people making as much to make about whether Penny should have called time. The bottom line is they played the number one overall seed. That's an elite team that's accustomed to winning. And they they don't get challenged much in their league. It's just what it is. In a lot of ways, they're fresher than other people. Now, again, that's also why they can get punched in the mouth as easy because they haven't had that other than St. Mary's, which is not that physical team. You know, it's a different teams, type a of physical
0: Memphis.
1: Yeah, it's just different. And, you, you know, and you know, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to guys uh, the other day about, you know, look at Miami. Miami has shot one for 15. Let me show you one for 14 and four for 14. One for 15, four for 14 and going to Sweet 16. Think of what I just said. <laughs> That, that's my you hear that you're like there's no chance they're gonna win you know and because I the first thing I do is when I look at every game I say give me a stat sheet you know how it is and the, when they, when you're sitting there nope. I go to three-point shooting every single time and this year more than any other year teams are winning like Houston all, and they're not shooting well from three because they're defending
0: yeah
1: you know or both teams shoot bad right and then all of a sudden you gotta look at the free throw shooting, who got to the line the most. What happened with the Texas game with Purdue was egregious. 46 free throws to 12 Then, I mean, think about that.
0: that that's oh. a hard discrepancy to overcome. And I would agree with you, like to me, Gonzaga has been good for a long time, as, as you well know. But when they were finally able to flip the script and become great defensively, that's when they really become elite. Um, in one of the teams, or excuse me, one of the leagues that gets recognized as being great defensively, the Big Ten, they've got teams that struggle offensively. I personally was not surprised with the Big Ten struggles. Were you? You know,
1: the funny thing is, with nine teams getting in, I thought there was far too many. Like, you look yeah, at some 100%. of their records toward the end, you're like, okay, well, how did they get in? Like, I get it. But they lost five games. They won two. They lost three of the last five. Why are they in the tournament? And they're getting rid of what they call recency bias, which I think is ridiculous to get rid of recency bias because teams are better when the season ends. Mm-hmm. They're better at the beginning, they're at the end. So to reward them because they got an upset, <laughs> right? Like Notre Dame beat an early Kentucky team, you know, with a bunch of transfers, there's no way Notre Dame could beat that Kentucky team now. You know what I mean? And so to say, and, and when you say, well, recency bias, matter, well, it matters for the mid-majors because they have to win their conference tournament to get in. So it does matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There is recency bias. And, and my thing is the Big Ten, and, and to your point, Johnny Davis, All-American, first team All-American, gone. Kofi Coburn, first team All-American, gone. Keegan Murray, first team All-American, gone. All gone. And, and my thing is, again, like I watched that Illinois game yesterday. I'm like, why did anybody ever think they were really good?
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I mean. Below- attrition with that league.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, why? And you look at Indiana, and they're they're a good defensive team, but look who they're playing. It's who they're playing against as well. That's all you can measure them against. But the bottom line is, I thought the Big Ten, man, you know, if, if you get nine teams in, I mean, you got to have a better showing than that because they're 100%. saying that your league is better than any other league. And and the last thing I'm sure we are going to talk about is what happened with that. And I, I want your opinion on this. Did Mikey Miles get fouled when 100%. they put that double? And that's unbelievable! They didn't call
0: that. That's unbelievable. That end of that game. Well, the two things he got fouled wasn't called. He was over and back when you. I saw something today where they broke it down. He went over and back, but then did you catch that the the clock operator stopped the the clock for just a wow, split second when Dale and Terry picked it up and went the other direction? No way. Yes,
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so there was three yeah. discrepancies that happened in literally, you know, that final seven, eight seconds of that TCU-Arizona game. Um, I mean, that which, was a heck
1: of a, you know, heck of a game.
0: Arizona, yes, it was an unbelievable game. For you on the East Coast, you had to stay up till 1, 2 in the morning to watch that and then get over the adrenaline rush after watching a good game. But, well, you know,
1: we do the show at 1 o'clock every night, so yeah, we were all sitting there, so it was, it was unbelievable. But, yeah, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: All good. Give me your final four. Like Ooh. I've got two of my final four picks already out. So before it I had, well, that had so that, I means had, Kentucky. Kentucky. that means you had
1: Kentucky. That means you at Kentucky.
0: I had Kentucky. Or Auburn or Iowa.
1: Wisconsin. Or Auburn yes. or Iowa. Who'd you have? That's out. Uh
0: hour. no, I had in my I had Wisconsin in that background. oh wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, I thought wow. the
0: John, I thought the play of Johnny Davis uh being a star was gonna carry them through. Obviously I was wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: well they lost Chucky Hepburn too during the game, so that didn't help but they shot two for 22. That didn't help either from three. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I, obviously, I I just feel, and I know the Zags fans aren't, aren't going to like this, I want Duke to play Gonzaga to go to the Final Four. I think for Coach K's edification, that would be the best way to go out. They can win. I mentioned yesterday, they have five five-stars and one four-star. That's it crazy. Yeah. Gonzaga has five stars as well. People don't know that. Like, you no, know, Nimhar was a five-star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Timmy wasn't. But Chet Holgren, Salas, Hickman—they got their share of five stars as well. That would be an unbelievable game to go to the Final Four, and I just—I think either Mark Few is going to win his first championship, or he's going to end Coach K's career. That's the game I would circle. And if you ask me who the championship game is going to be, I'm not trying to get around giving my Final Four, but it's going to be Tommy Lloyd versus Mark Few. I mean, <laughs> that is going to be a
0: crash course.
1: Exactly. If, if they get, past, I think Michigan's going to, Villanova's going to beat Michigan. I think Arizona probably going to beat Houston. If they show up, they can't do what they did last night, even though that TCU game could be a prelude and make them wake up and be like, yo, like this is real here. Like now you're about to play Houston TCU on steroids playing U of H, but Houston, Villanova, I think Arizona gets past I mean, it's Arizona Gonzaga for the championship. You know, and that's, you know, that's that's you guys all that infighting. I'll let you guys have that over there in Spokane. <laughs> but that's what that would be a story big ending, And and I think that if that happened, I think that Mark, you get his first championship.
0: Well, we're on the same page then. That's for sure. I know we see uh, some things differently. You being an East Coast PowerPoint guard, that's a, a Villanova Wildcat. Um, I'm a West Coast guy, obviously. So um, I'm good to see you're starting to come around to the West Coast being the best coast. Yeah. That's good.
1: Hey, it's been 90, since 97 since they've won a championship out there. It's about time they get one.
0: Well, of course, you had to remind me on that one. <laughs> so I think what what's Villanova got two within that time frame since Arizona won in 97. So Two in five years. <laughs> well, Chris, I appreciate the time. Always cool good out, to brother. connect. And uh, I'll be c- catching you uh, on CBS Sportsnet coverage this week because I'm going to be home watching the games, not covering them. It's going to be fun.
1: For sure, brother. Good thing. Thanks for having me again.